President Johnson escorts his eldest daughter, Linda, on her wedding day. It marks the first marriage of a president's daughter within the White House walls in 53 years. The East Room and its adjoining central hallway are jammed with 500 guests, including friends, relatives, political leaders, and diplomats. The president becomes the second man in American history to give away two daughters during his term in office. Just 16 months previously, younger daughter Lucy wed Patrick Nugent and has since presented the president with a grandson. This is It Happened One Year. A look back at the events big and small famed and forgotten from. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello. We are doing it again. It <laughs> happened one year, 1967. I feel like we should come up with a better, not better, different intro to oh, Signal Season 2. For Season 2. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the the stuff we've talked about, we say now, came up organically. We didn't plan any of that. If you go back and listen to the early episodes, we're just sort of scuffling. And then we just got into a routine. But now, yeah, we can now, try stuff. What do you want to say? Go ahead. No, now we scuffle in different parts of the episode. Um, we do. Oh well, I think the whole show is a lot of scuffling. <laughs> Maybe we should lead with like greetings, everybody. We're well, that's you. Greetings, here listeners. For, here for another episode. Greetings, listeners. We're here for the information. Open your ears, jerky. <laughs> I used Sounds to perfect. do a. Uh, I used to do a forensics piece, and you had an intro for the piece that wasn't actually in written into it. And mm -hmm. it used to end with, listen up and be saved. That was always my, wow. that was my intro, yeah. That was what you said? Well, the character was like a preacher. So. Oh, that makes more sense. Do <laughs> that you... doesn't, I was like, that doesn't feel like you. Yeah, the intro was a, was an in-character intro. And that used to oh, be my intro. Oh, so got back it, in, got it. Yeah, I used to do this. That was in 1996. <laughs> so I used a to do this long... 28 years ago, 26 years ago. It's such a weird, like, we didn't do that. So you just, like, went and acted and then got judged on your acting. Basically, yeah. It was like it was just like a competition for, you do monologues. Me and Munchak did duo at one point. So yeah, it was weird. But, like, that was also part, you didn't have, you must have had, like, debate, right? Like, extemporaneous debate? Nope. Oh, because it's actually both. So it's actually, like, there's this part where you would do monologues, essentially, where you're just acting. And then there was also... I, I don't I, now I can't remember what it was actually called. I think it was just called extemp, and that was like you would actually have to debate a topic you got there. And we did we didn't have anybody who did that. We only did the acting part. But, yeah. but you'd go to like um, competitions for this. Yeah, sounds like a competition for dorks. It was not a cool group of people. <laughs> uh, as you've met me in Munchak, and we were I'd say on the higher end of the cool group. So that should tell you all you need to know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was that was what I used to do. So so yeah, if you can come up with stuff, just throw them in wherever you'd like. This is going to be new intro, 1967. 
So and so, I don't know if we can come up with slang of the day that would work because I'm not familiar enough. But if we go back yeah. far enough, twenty three skidoo listeners. <laughs> I think you're the bee's knees. Aw, I think you're the bee's knees. There you go. All right, it's skidooed so one year, nineteen sixty seven. That's gross. That is kind of gross. So, do All you know right. where there was a cool collection? Of folks that was not a uh, forensics tournament in, say, Danbury, Connecticut, or <laughs> Swoyersville, Pennsylvania. That's right. The White House, 1967. We're talking about love. Specifically, uh, this could, I guess, be uh, the jump off to our series on love. Yep. Because you know where there was a lot of love? The year with the summer of love. But this oh, yeah. took place in December. December 9th, the marriage of one Linda Bird Johnson to a guy named Rob... <laughs> <laughs> no, his name was Chuck. Oh, right. His last name was Rob. Right. He's one of those people who has two first names. Don't like it. No. no not supportive of it. But what was the man's middle name? Spittle. Sp- <laughs> his name is literally Charles Spittle Rob, which Charles I don't want to make fun of people's names, but come on. And that guy was later <laughs> elected like a governor or something, right? Yeah, he was the governor of Virginia. I don't think he went by Chuck Spittle Rob. <laughs> But he did go by Chuck, like his Wikipedia page is Chuck. I can't. I just can't believe, like in debates, people didn't just refer to him as Spittle. Like, <laughs> well, Mister Spittle, I, I think uh, he would lose a lot of those. I think his uh, his dad's name was James Spittle Rob. So oh. I don't actually know where that name. Maybe his grandmother's name. I don't know, but yeah, yeah he retained it. It doesn't seem like you know, like a common middle name. So that must be somebody's passed yeah. down last name. Yeah. I don't know, Episcopalian church or wherever. I wish Linda had taken on both of those names so she could be Linda Bird Johnson Spittle Rob. That is amazing. It's a great name. I don't think she goes by all of that, but, you know, that would have helped. I think White House weddings are great, and I wish we had some of those. But who's the last person to actually get married in the White House that was like a family member? Yeah, I think the last there have there aren't a lot of White House weddings, and they're certainly not on the news like like Linda Johnson's wedding was. Yeah, no, the last one was the last child was Trisha Nixon oh. in 1971. So it's been a long time. The only other White House like actual White House wedding was Hillary Clinton's brother. Oh, um, one of the got married in the Rose Garden. Yeah, Anthony Rodham. Oh, got married in the Rose Garden. Uh, but other than that, there have been no family members that have gotten married at the White House. Now there have been some receptions at the, so that you get married somewhere else so jenna bush got married in texas but they had a reception for her at the white house which is uh, cool but not yeah. exactly the same but yeah no not a lot and and lucy johnson uh before linda got married in dc at a at a church and had her reception at the white house the same day so that does feel a little bit more like a wedding at the white house because it's yeah. like the same day and you go and that's where you have your reception but got married at a church i would just feel that like the potential to do it is only there oh. for so few people that yeah. if you can, you should. And the fact that we haven't had this because I, I forgot about Bush's kid, that they would have been around the right age. And mm-hmm. if she was married while he was in the White House, why that didn't yeah. happen. But like otherwise, you know, Obama's daughters were too young. Yeah. Um, Bush seniors kids were clearly too old. Chelsea was too young. Trump's yeah. kids were too old and too young. And yep. so, like, there was just no way this was going to work. And no. I feel like, you know, I feel like we're getting ripped off. There's a couple things that I just wish we could experience. Yeah. A White House yeah. wedding, somebody walking on the moon, you know, maybe a <laughs> single president who has to, like, go on dates. I think that'd be funny, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, Jenna Bush got married in 2008. So you have to wonder if she was like, 
uh, whoever I'm with, I I got to do this at the way. I got to I got to have some reception at the White House. So we got to. Yeah, let's go. Let's step this up. I'm sure Life magazine was like on its last legs was like, please do this. Do this for us. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're going to need you to take care of that. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Anybody, I think, would have been fun. Even like a, a dumb Trump wedding still would have been like an entertaining thing to oh, watch. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I, I would bet my own money that there's no way Trump's kids would have gotten married at the White House, though. He remember, he thought the White House was a dump. There are no gold toilets there. So that's right. Yeah, I, uh, I tweeted right before the 2016 election, like admit it, like on some level, you want to see what a Trump White House would be like, because I thought he yeah. would go in and change everything. Like there'd be like, you know, like, like exactly like gold toilets and just like yeah, yeah. It would just be this gaudy, garish thing. Yeah. Ah, and this is, I think it was this mindset that actually got him elected from everybody yeah. who thought it'd be hilarious. So yeah. I apologize. Good job, Boats. Yeah, I think I did it. So no, uh, only a couple weddings since then, but December 9th, 1967, also the day that Joe and I got married. That's true. We've been married for 55 years. A long time. We look great. Look great. We really are holding up well. Yeah, we really um, are. No, but that's, I. you know, when we were looking this up today, I, I, you know, I had some of the details very basically about this wedding, but I didn't have the actual date written down. And that actually is our uh, our wedding anniversary, which I'm I sure. think is hilarious. It sure is. But uh, what day of the week was it that they were married in 67? Yeah, well, all smart people like us get married on Fridays and make all of our family members love us. Uh, they get married on Saturday, like everybody oh. does. Like like everybody else. Like everybody else. Oh, geez. Regular old boring ass White House wedding. Let's be honest, as you probably should. It's the nice thing to do. It is probably the nice thing to do. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I guess a lot of people had to travel for that wedding more, I would say, than, than did for ours, even though we had the small group. We yeah. didn't have like the ambassador from Spain come to the wedding like we didn't, uh, no. like Linda he, did. So, yeah, you know, he, he re rejected our invitation. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously we asked just in case. <laughs> Por favor, and he was like, no. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> My Spanish is limited. Uh, it's it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Linda Bird Johnson married this guy. His name's Chuck Robb. You want to learn a little bit about Chuck Robb? Let's have it. Yeah. He uh, is from Virginia, as you would expect. They live in Virginia. Uh, he was a captain in the army when they got married. Then, awkward, went to Vietnam. Ooh. Very uncomfortable after the wedding. He was the uh, the lieutenant governor of Virginia in the 70s. He was elected the lieutenant governor of Virginia and from 78 to 82. And then he became the governor from 82 to 86. And then in 89, he became a senator. And he was a senator for like a long time, 89 to 2001. So oh, like wow. 20 years. Yeah. 20 yeah, years. Nicely done. 12 10 years. years. Yeah. 12 years a couple of <laughs> couple of terms man whenever we get to a point where there are two years that are apart and we're doing the podcast and i have to calculate it i panic because i always get it wrong yeah there, there was an episode i was listening to just the other day where i was like oh yeah blah 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 30 years and i was listening to it i was like nope that's 20 years just <laughs> And you just, you didn't say anything, which is nice of you. And it just, I, I don't know. I can't do that. Subtraction, not my thing. Yeah. Not my thing. Just letting it roll. I like that there's always tweets that like, you know, in my head, 1980 is still 20 years ago. And it is because yeah. it's easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's now 42 years ago. <laughs> it's so long ago. Yeah. But yeah, he was a senator. And then after that, he left. I think he lost. I don't remember. I think he ran and lost. I don't think he just stopped being a senator because um, mm. he was like a real middle of the road you know he's from virginia he was a real middle of the road democrat but he did have pretty progress pretty progressive at the time beliefs on like things like gay marriage and abortion so he he was the only senator from a southern state to vote against the defense of marriage act which would have prohibited gay marriage oh. um and so i he 
basically got ousted up probably for a Republican, but he was the the article I was reading about it alluded to the fact that he, you know, didn't stay in the Senate because he was a little bit too left for the state of Virginia, at least at the time. Makes sense. So, yeah. Um, so then he was a senator and then he ran the the commission. What do they call it? Oh, the, the Iraq Intelligence Commission from 2004 to 2005, because he may be a Democrat, but he was still a warmonger. So, you know, yeah, so. very like, you know, reduce government spending and let's get into the, some wars. That was his uh, his his middle of the road. Democrat is sure. that, those, those are his beliefs. Republican or Democrat. They like to get into wars. I mean, yeah, that's sure where do. the money is. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that always makes sense. And at that point, Bush was already reelected. So it's not like he was really jeopardizing the party in any way. Oh, so yeah. Screw yeah. it. So yeah, that's Chuck Robb. Chuck oh. Robb also had some challenges with the ladies. Oh. So they're still married. She's in her 70s, late 70s now. She's born in 44 and he's in his early 80s. He was born in 38, 39, hmm. 30, 39. But starting back in 1991, he had the former Miss Virginia saying that they had an affair. No. Oh. Ooh. And then uh, there were some rumors that while he was governor, he went to parties in Virginia Beach and uh, snorted a little cocaine. Oh, doing a little bumps. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Um, and then in also in 1991, uh, some of his aides needed to resign because they were recording illegally recording cell phone conversations with his potential Senate primary opponent. Oh, boy. Yikes. So Can't some, do that. some questionable behavior. But he did stay in the Senate for like 10 more years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that was 91. But yeah, that's uh, that's about all I know about uh, Chuck Robb, other than Fair. he's got a great name. Sorry, the only other thing I would add is that on December 21st of last year, when they were in their late 70s slash early 80s, their house burned down. Wow. This is that. And they were both hospitalized. And then the Wikipedia page ends. So I don't <laughs> know. I assume they're okay because they're both still alive. But Jeez. yikes. So like five months ago, their house burned yeah. down? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully they're all right. Yeah, the only, the most of what I looked up was the actual wedding and then some of the people related to that wedding. Because again, 67 is odd. You know, we're still getting into this. We're still figuring out, you know, what's what. And like pop culture in 67 is weird. And it's all so long ago that it's, it is, you know, a little hard for us to connect to. So I wanted to look up and see who was there and blah, blah, blah. And the only like oddball story I kept running across in a lot of the contemporary news at the time is about. Charles Robb's sister, who I can't find a lot about now, even though I'm pretty sure she's still alive because she was young. She was only 18 or 19 when this happens. And her name was Marguerite Trenum Robb. And she went by Trenny. It's T-R-E-N-N-Y. Huh. And she was at this wedding and apparently like a big enough deal at the wedding that like news reporters commented on her because she then sort of becomes a model. And she oh. and the pictures I could find, she has that very 60s look. She's like straight dark hair and like, yep. you know, Thin, like she has that look but why she became i feel like she's like the pippa middleton of this event that's what i was thinking yeah like that's who she seems like because all of a sudden the, like the news is about her or like at least it's it's embedded in these stories like there's always like a paragraph about lbj saying that she looked cute or something and i'm like that's weird Ugh. so i tried to find like well what happened to her like what 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 is this like you have that kind of weird you know auxiliary fame around an event like Doug Emhoff's daughter, who all of a sudden yeah. became Emma, kind of a half-assed model or a fashion designer or something. Yeah. Is her name really Emma? Emma Emhoff? That's that Ella? Right. I think it's Ella. Ella. Yeah. Ella. That's it. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Who I can't picture, but I remember like at the inauguration or something, she was wearing like a like a, a smart looking coat or something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Very it was like cool. she's she's designing clothes or something. Like yeah. yeah. And I feel like again, 
Trenny Rob is something like this. So I looked it up and she became kind of a model uh, in New York for a couple years in the early 70s or the late 60s, early 70s. And she this was a popular enough figure at this time that if you go back to like baby name books of the time, Trenny all of a sudden became this real popular name. <laughs> And I've never met anyone named Trenny, so how popular could it really be? But yeah. there must be some ladies in their mid-50s wandering around named Trenny out there, and it's because of this person. <laughs> um, but she like apparently got real fed up with the fame of being a 21-year-old and you know, only because her brother marries the president's daughter. And she got married in like 71 and then went off and her and her husband like have started a series of like small farms. <laughs> and that's just what oh she does. God. And I was like, and that's all I could find. I couldn't find any more information about that's her. But so random. I thought like, it was pretty random. One, if you are uh, Linda Bird Johnson, you have to be like, come on, it's right. my wedding. Like, what? Right. Um, and also, if you were one of those kids named Trenny, you have to be like real pissed at your parents. Like, wait, you named me after who? Like, right. It's like it's like kids who got named Khaleesi five years ago. <laughs> You're just like, come on, yeah. like the the former president's daughter's husband's sister. Like, that's who you <laughs> named me after, really? really down the road yeah <laughs> i thought that was weird i like the, all those little pieces just seemed so strange to me and i you know i've never heard of this person i didn't know who who linda uh, bird johnson had married so i, I know i'm from the, the death pool list her name is linda johnson rob but that's it like i had oh. no idea so okay if um, we get a dog because we're not gonna have kids but if we get a dog we have to find out who laura bush's husband's sister is because we're <laughs> definitely naming our dog after that after that person male or female does not matter sure let's just go down the list let's see what we can find mr H hagar uh yeah right, right? jenna bush yeah. hagar yeah hagar? right jenna yeah. hagar bush yeah what's the no, other bush, one what's her, what's her sister's hagar. name barbara barbara she's married too right is she oh i don't know i don't know i assumed you would know i don't know i don't know no but yeah if I we get a dog we're gonna name it after that person <laughs> that through that lineage of things uh that's all i had gossip wise on the rob family so we're like the the page six of uh 1967 uh, white house weddings nice look at us nailed it you and me we're like uh like uh uh, Joan Rivers and Melissa Joan Rivers. <laughs> I was gonna say Melissa Joan Hart. That's her not right. It's not Melissa Joan Rivers. What's her name? It's just Melissa Rivers. Melissa Rivers. <laughs> Melissa Joan Rivers. <laughs> it was Melissa Rivers. Explains it all. That's what it was. <laughs> it was on E. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Okay. So, Exciting. who else was married in the White House? That was like a family member. Was it? Would both the Nixon's daughters or just the one? Just Trisha. She's oh. the only one. He, she married someone named Edward Finch Cox. Oh, Which sounds very uh, like someone the the daughter of a president would marry. The other sister married the Eisenhower, right? Well, Trisha didn't. So right, Trisha and Julie. Julie, I ah. think she was Julie Nixon Eisenhower. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did not get married in the White House. Yeah. Okay, let's go back a little further. Uh, August seventh, nineteen eighteen. Ooh, Alice Alice Wilson, the niece of Woodrow Wilson, marries oh. uh, Reverend Isaac Stewart McElroy Jr. In the blue room, which is a popular place to have this wedding, have weddings. Must be nice. Um, where did, oh, the, so the Linda Bird Johnson wedding took place in the East Room. Trisha Nixon got married in the Rose Garden. She was the first person to get married in the Rose Garden. And uh, yeah, but before that, there was a lot in the blue room and some in the East Room. Those seemed like the wedding rooms. I mean, if you're not so, getting married in the summer, I mean, Linda Bird Johnson was clearly not going to get married out on the oh, lawn no. in, the, in December. That wouldn't have been no, good no, in Washington. No. no. 
Um, all right. And then if we go back a little further, November 25th, 1913, so the mm-hmm. year previous, uh, Jesse Woodrow Wilson, who, spoiler alert, is Woodrow Wilson's daughter. Got it. Uh, married someone named Francis Bowes Sayre in the East Room. Oh. I did find that there was a woman uh, who, because of the reporting at the time, still refers to everybody as Mrs. and then their husband's name. Uh, Mrs. Benjamin King was a bridesmaid at that 1913 wedding. And she was at Linda Bird Johnson's wedding. I have no idea what her name is. (laughs) Because (laughs) I can only find this style of reporting from 1967. Yeah. Way to go, patriarchy. Way to go. Um, Another attendee of Linda Bird Johnson's wedding was Alice Lee Roosevelt. Yeah. Who was also married at the White House on February 17th, 1906. 1906? Not six. That is taking it back a ways. Yeah. Yeah. She she married Ohio Representative Nicholas Longworth, also in the East Room. Nice. Thus, Alice Roosevelt Longworth. Yep. Yeah. That's correct. That's that's the reporting I found the way her name was listed. So, yes, well, so she being a Roosevelt, I suppose, gets her first name, yes. Mrs. Benjamin King. Tough luck. Tough luck. I doubt her name was also Benjamin. It seems unlikely. It does. Yeah. <clears throat> Although, if you're a lady and your name is Benjamin King, you got or your your name is Benjamin. You got to find a Benjamin to marry. Oh yeah, you have to. I mean, especially so back else, then, it would make stationery so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone else can be keeping up with the Benjamins. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Well done. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, going back to the 19th century, June second, 1886, not a Ooh. relative, President Grover Cleveland got married. Wow. Yeah, only president to marry inside the White House. That's That seems like the most fun, and it was wasted on 1886, <laughs> right? Like, Damn it. People in California didn't even find out that happened until 1888. Like, yeah, come on. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Francis Folsom, who I've definitely heard of before. Mm. Sorry, Francis. They got married at the White House in the Blue Room. Wasn't she real young? Was that that wedding? Oh, yeah, probably. Wasn't it? Because we went to like a wax museum somewhere once, and I believe that was depicted, and she seemed like a child. Yes. (laughs) And that Uh, could just be that the wax sculptor was not skilled, but it was creepy. All right, we're going to do math on the podcast again. Here we go. She was born in 1864, so she was... 22. And and Grover Cleveland, of course, was 26. Uh, Grover Cleveland was born in 1837. So that is almost 30 years between them. Uh, Gross. Not great. Not great. Gross. All right. We're going to forge We're going to forge backwards because I don't want to think about that anymore. Fair. Um, all right. We've got a niece of Rutherford. <laughs> Let's try it again. <laughs> That's that's his dog's name, Rufferford. <laughs> we definitely have to now get a dog and name it Rufferford Bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Oh god, oh, that's great. Uh, we could call him Ruff for short. What do mm-hmm. they call? What do they call him? Rutherford B. Hayes for short. Ruff, I think Ruff? they literally for short they called him Rutherford B. Hayes. <laughs> there was no short. Maybe Rutherford Hayes. They didn't cut out. Much, so. <laughs> they dropped the B. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Making going through life where everybody has to say Rutherford every time they address you that must be terrible. Gross. Yeah. I never thought about that before. Okay. Anyway, his niece Emily Platt, who had a much better name, mm. uh, married uh, a general dude. He was a general, not he wasn't just like a general dude. He oh, just a general, general. <laughs> just a general dude off the street, like Chuck general, Robb. <laughs> general, who was also a general. General, ah. not when he got married, but General Russell Hastings, and they got married in the Blue Room. Okay. 
but that's just the niece. So let's go back a little further. May 21st, 1874, uh, Nellie Grant, the daughter of Ulysses S. Grant, uh, married someone named Algernon Sartoris in the East. Wow. That's amazing. I gotta, this is Algernon Sartoris. Oh man, I gotta I'm gonna have to look up and see what what the I see what sort of poetry that guy wrote because it must be amazing, <laughs> right? You can't have a name like that and he's also like a carpenter. That's not a thing. <laughs> man. I I assume he wrote like plays in Latin or something real complicated. Algernon Edward Sartoris uh was the oh no, this is her son. Algernon, the Algernon Sartoris that she married doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Huh. Algernon Charles Frederick Sartoris uh, is his is her, her husband's name. Algernon yeah. Edward Urban Sartoris is the child that they had together. Jesus. <laughs> well done. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's all because he was like a diplomat. Hmm. The, her son. But I don't I, this doesn't say anything about her husband. Sad. I mean, I- I guess if you're the grandchild of a president, you can become a diplomat without too yeah. much trouble. So I can tell you that Algernon Charles Frederick Sartoris, her husband, is buried uh, in an unknown location. <laughs> <laughs> great, great information. <laughs> so you're telling me you're sure he's dead, though? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's he's dead. This says he died in 1893 at the age of 41. So yikes. Oh. Yeah. Um, in Rough Italy, I, I, he was born in London, died in Italy. How did he marry a president's daughter? This is that yeah. is confusing. Uh, he I, got they got married when she was 18. Wow, I feel like there's a definitely a book in Algernon Sartoris's life somewhere. <laughs> Not that he wrote, but that someone has to have written by now. Yeah. Oh, wait, so. here, here we go. I've got some I've got some details on this guy. We're going to we're going to dive a little. You can cut this if you want to, but we're going to dive a little deeper. One historian described her, Nellie Grant, as probably the most attractive of all the young women who have ever lived in the White House. So set in a high bar early on. I would uh, say because come on. Yeah, but <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to, but I'm weird I was hoping one. you would just fill it in so I didn't have to like try to come up with somebody like. I mean, Amy Carter, I guess, was cute. I don't know who I don't. I can't tell you anybody. Lynn, honestly, Linda Bird Johnson's kind of cute. I could see that. What? I'm just saying. I'm trying to come up with anybody. I don't know. Uh, yeah, she was lovely. She, she looked like a lady. Um, anyway, Algernon great. Sartoris. You give us a great back and forth on the show. A good like. <laughs> let's talk. Let's just try to talk about this. And you're just like, nope. That's not it. Well, I don't know how to debate like how attractive. I, you know, I don't want to just a random. You know, we're just. Debating. I'm not trying to debate how attractive anybody is. I was just trying to like a, like an example. Sasha Obama's cute. Just go with that and go. Like Boots. Trisha Nixon was a dog. Oh my <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I don't. I couldn't pick Trisha Nixon out of a lineup. No idea what Nixon's kids look like. No. Uh, okay. Anyway, I only know what I- Linda Johnson looks like because of today. <laughs> today, I learned what she looked like. But if you look at their Wikipedia page, like Lucy Baines Johnson can get it. Like she's in, she looks much better than her sister. Really? Yeah. Then or now or ever? Uh, The pictures are are recent. It's them as like upper middle-aged ladies, but still. Recent. She's 80. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, recent-ish. She's probably 70 in the picture. How would you compare her to say Dinah Shore? Oh, Dinah gets it above everybody. Obviously. Hot. We were at a um, restaurant yesterday, and I, I I was facing the one way, and Sarah's facing towards a bank of TVs that was showing an old golf tournament from like the seventies. And we both turned around and noticed that it was Dinah Shore on TV, and we were both like, "Oh!" 
And it was just a great moment because I think we just could both like, oh, there yeah. you go. I, I believe I said she's hot and you were like, no, she's old. <laughs> well, this was honestly, I think it was because it wasn't like the production of the Dina show. It was her like out on a golf course. And I was like, oh, she looks yeah. actually kind of old there. Yeah. yeah so it's like I was surprised because I've never seen her look old. Um, okay. Anyway, can we come back to Algernon Sartoris, please? Yes. Okay. So he was the groom. He married uh, again, Nellie Carter to catch us back up to where we were before. before Nellie Carter, started. who was a hundred percent babe. A hundred percent babe. Yes. Right. 18 when they got married uh hot stuff and uh <laughs> hot stuff nelly grant it's her stuff. actual nickname <laughs> he was a member of the english minor gentry whatever that means he okay. was 23 either when they met or got married and they met on a cruise across the atlantic courting in the moonlight and stealing away to the darkened decks for kisses oh Mm. get it yeah um while nelly's chaperones lay moaning in their cabins with seasickness that's a graphic description of what happened but this is a very detailed description yeah Yeah. this this is from find a grave (laughs) (laughs) this is on find a grave (laughs) it is and they start referring to him as algae oh my god i'm really enjoying um he was serving as a british officer newly assigned to the delegation in dc they courted they married and uh she had a kid she looked very nice when they got married. Good. Uh, she was going to go live in England. They had four children before they separated. Oh. Um, and then he died at age 42. But it doesn't say of what. Um, yeah, no, it does. He had pneumonia. Oh, I was going to say, if he's pulling down major tail like Nellie Grant in the late 19th century, he almost certainly died of chlamydia, right? <laughs> Especially in Italy in the 1890s. Come on. <laughs> uh, oh, Nellie married, uh, married another guy and they lived in Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did she She's... did she live in our building? <laughs> no, because it wasn't built back then. Ah, this fair. is in 1912. Well, maybe what I don't know what was on this spot in 1912, but you know, Roosevelt, Michigan seems like a pretty hot corner. <laughs> so. It could be, could be. Ah. Um, it would make sense. Uh, oh, right across like... from Grant Park, too. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. yeah. No, you... Oh, she's buried in Springfield. It's oh. on her Wiki- it's on her Wikipedia page. She's buried in- near Lincoln. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I think that covers uh, Nellie Grant and Algernon Sartoris. Who uh, else? Uh, back. Yeah, there are people before that. Oh, there there sure are. Oh. Um, in total, I think I counted 10 children plus Grover Cleveland. I think oh. that was uh, nine or 10. Okay, so that was Nellie Grant was 1874. You, you wind it back a little bit to 1842. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Elizabeth Tyler, not oh. Taylor, the daughter of President John Tyler, married someone named William Waller at the in the East Room. Nice. And then there were and this is where we get into some random some randos like friends of friends of people. Sure. But then then you got to go back a bit further. So there's there's two others to discuss. February 25th, 1828. John Adams II, oh. who was the son of John Quincy Adams, confusingly. That is confusing. Uh, married uh, someone named Mary Catherine Helen, who was his mother's niece. Ew. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what so, it says. Isn't that just his cousin? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say Mrs. Adams' niece. I assume that's what they mean. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe married his cousin. Maybe. John Adams the deuce. That sounds like he really pulled a deuce there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Keeping it classy. Uh, and then the first child of a president to be married in the White House, March 9th, 1820, 
Mary Hester Monroe, a daughter of President James Monroe and uh, Mrs. Uh, First Lady Elizabeth Monroe, married someone named Samuel L. Governor, who surprisingly... Oh not a governor didn't become a governor um who was mrs monroe's nephew so this is apparently something that happened also also married their cousin they were all running in very small circles in the early 1900 the early uh, 19th century i guess because it does seem like they should have spread that out a little more um mr governor must have become a governor at some point i'm just gonna call that he was governor governor from you know the state of maryland or something i i think you're wrong he was president monroe's private secretary oh well, he was in the he's in the, the the cabinet. He's in the White House. Yeah, he definitely became a governor then. All right. I don't even look it up. I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. I'm also not going to look it up, but I'm going to say you're wrong. Oh, and then just to back it up one more time. No more children. But the very first wedding to happen in the White House, March 29th, 1812. Whoa. Lucy Payne Washington, who was uh, First Lady Dolly Madison's sister. Oh, married a Supreme Court associate justice. Who? Thomas Todd. Oh, Tom Todd. Tom Todd. Not sure who that is. <laughs> well, he was okay. Mr. Lucy Payne Washington. Perfect. Oh, well, that is great. And that actually leads us into the nice segue I have back to 1967. Yes. There were uh, at least two Supreme Court justices at this wedding. Um, there probably were more, honestly, but there were two who we've already talked about on the show. What? The great Arthur Goldberg and nice. Abe Fortas. Oh, Abe both Fortis. were in attendance. Yeah, I thought so. uh, Stephen Breyer was going to be there. Stephen Breyer was not there. He would have been a, a teenager. He would have been teenager. young. Because what is he now? He's got to be in his what eighty? He's in his eighties. Yeah. So I mean, he would have been. Early. Oh, he would have been in his twenties. But yeah. I don't think he was like rolling so heavy in the sixties that he could go to LBJ's daughter's wedding. <laughs> like, come on. You raise a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but yeah, Abe Fortas was there and uh and Arthur Goldberg. Arthur Goldberg, I believe, is the one who then resigned or was just appointed to be an ambassador to the UN or something. Oh yeah. And that yeah. was how this all worked out around the same time. So he was tight with LBJ and that's yeah. how that worked out. I love the idea that you're a Supreme Court justice and then you're like, no, nah, I'm gonna go do something else. Right. It seems like such an odd thing to do. And I wish, honestly, that we would have more of that. And then maybe like Clarence Thomas would decide he wants to go and make license plates. I think that would be great. (laughs) I mean, hopefully someone will tell him to go make license plates. That's that's what we're crossing. We can't wait for that to happen. Hopefully he just takes the initiative himself. You know what? I'm just going to go to jail. I know what I did. What I've been doing is not great. I'm just just admit it. And then I think that would be nice. But ah, well, can't have everything. Alas, Uh, crimes abound. The other, uh, the other things I found from 67 from the big wedding, uh, again, this was a big event. Like this was a big deal. This was like deeply covered on television and the news and you know, it's, you're coming up to Christmas. Everybody needed a feel good story. And again, I guess Linda Bird Johnson was just a, a beloved figure. Uh, she apparently before this had dated George Hamilton, the actor yeah. who yeah. I don't know what he was doing in the sixties. I think I've only ever seen George Hamilton in the seventies onward with that tan, yeah. So what 67 George Hamilton even was, I don't know. But he was actually at this wedding. Oh, nice. So they had apparently stayed friends beyond Support this. your exes. Yeah. Love it. Which seems odd. Uh, I don't. I didn't have any exes at our wedding. I didn't. Nope. Uh, I thought that would have been inappropriate. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I also did not. Right. We had a small group, but even if we had expanded it, come on. So no, so no offense if anybody was waiting for an invitation 10 years ago. It wasn't going to come. Nope. But George Hamilton was there. Uh, there were a couple other random ass celebrities. And I think this is, again, speaks to 67 and how I just don't know. Like, if like hypothetical, you know, president's daughter gets married today, yeah. yep. who, what celebrities are going to be invited there? Like, you would think 
you know, Clooney, like, you know, oh, yeah. people who are sort of tied up in policy or have opinion. I don't know, something. Yeah. You but know, like, the Clunes is invited. Right. Like somebody like that, though, like, you know, I, or I guess it depends on the president. But, you know, I Kid Rock would probably be invited if it was the other guy. But like, yep. you know, I yep. don't know that the first person who would come to mind in 67 is Carol Channing is going to be at the wedding. Like <laughs> even in 67, I just don't have a sense of like, what was Carol Channing then that she's at this yeah. wedding, but she was at this wedding. Yeah. Good for her. And that seems weird to me. But like, again, I always think of Carol Channing as an old lady who popped up on variety shows when I was a kid or like <laughs> game shows. Yeah. But she was like a big Broadway star and I guess she was young ish in 67. So, yep. but apparently she wore this like, you know, a uh, slinky yellow dress that was like, you know, only came up to like her mid thighs, which I mean, 67, that is kind of the fashion, but yeah, for the wedding at the White House seems like a bit much. Ha cha cha. Melissa Joan Rivers does not approve. <laughs> As well, she should. Uh, and then the only other real, fa- the only other real famous name I could run up uh, that wasn't just like diplomats and there was, you know, like yeah. Everett Dirksen was there. A lot of like famous politicians of the time. The vice president was there, uh, Humphrey. Sure. Um, but uh, actress Merle Oberon was there for some reason. I'm not sure why. I think she was friends maybe with Lucy. I, I have to be, right? Because there's only 500 people at this wedding. It wasn't a, like, yeah. which seems like a lot. But for a White House wedding, you think that could be thousands of people. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Like, yeah. They could be setting up chairs in all the different rooms and having you know somebody eating on their lap in the Oval Office. It's just a huge <laughs> pain in the ass. So, But those were the names. Carol Channing, Merle Oberon, George Hamilton. So. <laughs> it's very random yeah so if you ever come run across like a uh, final jeopardy and it's those three names they were the three sort of celebrities who were at this white house wedding in 67 which just strikes me as delightful ah, <laughs> i couldn't so tell lovely. you like merle oberon seemed like a movie star in the 50s maybe like i don't remember her being around in the 60s but like i just don't i her name doesn't bring out like she's not vivian lee like it's not like you can just come up with titles tip of my fingers on merle oberon so I have never heard of that person. Oh, she was an actress back in the day. Oh, got it. Good for her. She was at this wedding. So it just seems <laughs> strikes me as weird. That's uh, to oh, me yeah. that that seems like, again, if this wedding was today, uh, that would be like, say, uh, Elizabeth Shue is at the wedding, you know, <laughs> like somebody who was a movie star 20 some years ago, you know, like <laughs> people, you know who she is, but you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing now that she's at this wedding. That seems that seems odd. So. And, you know, it was seemed like it was a, it was a nice quick ceremony. And yeah, then they, they got together. Uh, I got the menu for this lovely event, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure you're interested in. They, Get ready, listeners. Here it they, comes. They had uh, lobster barquettes, which apparently are little pastries with lobster in them. There were uh, crab meat bouches. There was quiche Lorraine. And some country ham with biscuits, because again, they were from Texas. They were from Texas. That makes and sense. this is what everybody enjoyed while they were there at the uh, at the big event. Ah, oh, good for them. Congratulations, yeah. Linda Bird Johnson and uh, Chuck Rob. The only other uh, story I got to come out of this was there was a, a very brief mini controversy surrounding uh, LBJ's beloved dog, Yuki. Uh, LBJ uh, had put a little coat on Yuki. Somebody did. I, do- I doubt he did it himself. <laughs> oh my God. You did the LBJ's like, hang on, hang on, guys. I got I got to go do this real quick. <laughs> so Yuki's wearing apparently little red boots Adorable. and they put this little coat on that says, congratulations. And oh. so when they were going to do the wedding photos, uh, he brings the dog and he's like, hey, and, and Lady Bird Johnson said, no. <laughs> She's like, get the dog out of here. To which Lyndon literally is like, come on, let's do this. And she's like, no. (laughs) 
And thus, there are pictures of the dog you can find from this day, but the dog is not in the official wedding photos. Uh, <laughs> so put her foot down, uh, not having it. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love it. Sorry, yeah. Lyndon. Yeah, it's a shame. Yuki, cut out. Your, your dog you know? can suck it. I'm just saying, follow would have got in those pictures. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, totally. So, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Bo would be in those pictures. Oh, yeah. Yuki, no. suck it. You're out in the yard. Socks in the picture. Absolutely. 100%. No. Uh, Trump's dog, Treason or whatever his name was. He would have been in there. <laughs> Trump didn't have a dog. Exactly. Uh, treason. So, <laughs> I think that wraps it up. I think that's uh, that's Linda Bird Johnson's wedding, December 9th, 1967. Ah. Uh, what an event. Uh, everybody was just loving it. Something like 54 years and five months ago. Yeah, good for them. Fantastic. Wonderful. Would you like to uh, name all of the attendees from the uh, hypothetical next White House marriage? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Okay. Who's next? All right. Baron Trump's getting married. Yeah. When, in Trump's second term. <laughs> yeah. In Trump's second term. After and... Baron gets drafted into the NBA. With the third pick in the 2026 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select... Baron Trump from UCLA. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's we'll just we'll we'll go ahead and do this. You know, this is not my strong suit, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Who would be um, at that wedding? All right. Uh LeBron James, <laughs> uh Mike Shashevsky. Uh I think we got Kellyanne Conway. We're gonna have uh, uh Kyle Rittenhouse. We've got <laughs> We've got a, I don't know, Channing Tatum. <laughs> We've got a, a, the lead singer of Sticks. Is that person even still alive? I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, oh, Ronald McDonald, obviously. Um, we're gonna have uh, Jared Kushner, probably. Maybe not. I don't know. Get him out of here. <laughs> He's probably in jail. Mick Mulvaney's definitely gonna be there. This has been Dick It Happened Cheney's One Year. Be there. Please follow uh, us wherever you can. There. We're there uh, and you're there. And rate us wherever they allow you to rate us. Give us a good rating. Some... Don't give us a oh, bad rating. Definitely. Uh, Michael Phelps is going to be there. He's going to bring his medals. <laughs> Trump's going to get mad because he's got medals and Trump doesn't. Um, let's see who else is going to be there. Uh, George Stephanopoulos is probably going to be there, as is uh, Bill Cosby, because I think he's out of jail now. Um, he's he's going to attend. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. That's probably good. <laughs>